0: Well, good morning, and I hope you're excited about what you just saw. We are very excited about this pathway, and this morning I'm going to be digging into this a little bit more and talking about why this Equip 3 pathway is a discipleship pathway that does lead to your freedom in Christ. We have run this two or three times before 8MCC, but not for a little while, but what we're going to have when we run it next year is brand new material, updated material that has been uh, geared for this generation in language and presentation that is so good for this generation. So I'm excited about this, I'm passionate about this. So what is the Equip 3 pathway? Pastor Matt Spark spoke last week about discipleship and how good was that? How good was that? So this particular pathway of discipleship leads you into a greater freedom that Jesus won for you. And this is what we're going to show this morning. It's about the what, the whys and hows of a discipleship that leads you into a greater freedom in Christ and what Jesus has already done for you. We're going to unpack this this morning in the time that we have. But where we're going this morning, we're going to first of all, have a quick recap on what discipleship is. We'll look at the mirror of God's word and how important that is. We'll look at why the Holy Spirit is so important in discipleship and a quick peek into some of what is in EQ3. Now talking about Holy Spirit, he was discipling us this morning in worship wasn't he? He was leading us, that is the Holy Spirit, that's the way he works, that is the way he disciples us and we'll touch on this a little bit later. But first of all a quick recap on discipleship. Discipleship first of all is this, It's about living from who you are in Christ. It's about living from your new identity. It's about living from that place. And that is so important. That's absolutely foundational in discipleship. And discipleship to Jesus, of course, is what we're all called to, as was covered so clearly last week. And discipleship to Jesus can can take many forms. And this morning we're looking at the particular form of the Equip Three pathway. And let's look at it this way. Let's look at it this way when you're in a discipleship process or you're being discipled by other people with other people. Let's think about if you're in a relay and uh, if you're looking at the Tokyo Olympics you will see uh, in the relays you'll see some baton changes. Now they happen lightning fast don't they when you're on the track and if that baton change is too quick the person taking it can lose the baton or if it's not quick enough the person taking it can't get up enough speed but discipleship is a bit like that it's a bit like walking with someone or walking with a group of people and you have the baton and they have the baton and that's a safety net for you as they travel with you and when you're ready to travel on your own then you take the baton and that's what this is all about it's about learning to take the baton for your own life and how good is that so remember this: when Jesus chose his first disciples, as we've talked about before, what he did at first was to bring truth into their lives, didn't he? He started to speak truth about who they were, about who he was, about why he came, and about what um, they were to do. He was teaching and training those first disciples about their identity and what he was going to lead them into, who they were, and how to teach and lead others. And uh, There was almost like a three-year intensive when you think about it. Can you imagine a three-year intensive with Jesus? Learning, wow, that would have been amazing. Well, we have the same intensive available to us. It's in the Word of God, isn't it? But the early church, also in places like Corinth and Rome and Ephesus, they discipled, um, if you think of those letters that Paul wrote, They discipled people to Jesus as well by bringing truth into their lives. And the letters of Paul, of course, are full of truth in the face of many different worldviews. Very different from the one in which Jesus was teaching his first disciples. So by the time we got to Paul in the early church, there was a different world, a different worldview. And Paul's letters articulate so well some of those truths in a different worldview. Fast forward to you and I, here we are over 2,000 years later and our worldview is very different again. What our world looks like is very different. We're in a very different nation, we're in a very different culture, which has at its core the Greek power of thinking and the Greek training of thinking, which we've all been brought up in. And uh, we've been trained in human reasoning and having, needing to have scientific evidence, scientific proof, to see everything. That's our education system. And we've been trained to only believe what we can rationalise and what we can see. But you see discipleship to Jesus takes us down a completely different path and a completely different way of thinking and seeing the world. And of course today there is a great rise in uh, interest in the spiritual realm but of course it's the new age realm and all of the other realms. But you know our faith in Jesus is just as much in the spiritual realm as it is in the natural realm and that's what we will see. So first of all the... um, pathway in equip three and discipleship path in equip three is for about three things first of all it's about finding what the truth is finding what the truth is for your situation finding what the truth is about who God says you are finding his truth in his word then accepting it and this can be one of our greatest challenges we can know it but we're challenged in accepting it. So while you're going through this pathway, there's uh, some keys, some tools that you will learn that will assist you in being able to accept it. It's not enough to know it. And then, of course, we have to apply it. Once we've known it, once we accept it, we have to apply it. And this is where this is such a great pathway, because it teaches us, helps us to learn how to apply it. So let's take a moment to consider this question. What do you think? might be or could be hindering your growth as a disciple of Jesus this is something for each one of us to think about it's an individual thing what could be hindering it now the answer is not another person it's very easy to say it's my husband it's my wife (laughs) it's my family no they're not the hindrances (laughs) it can also be a set of circumstances well I can't grow because my circumstances are against me they're adverse well that's not the truth Because the truth is, your growth comes from finding, accepting and applying God's truth to your own life. And that applies no matter what your circumstances are, no matter where you've come from, no matter what's happened to you and no matter where you're going. Truths are eternal and they're foundational and this is why I'm so passionate about this. So what I have found, let's give a quick throwback to some of my own story. So what I found uh, in my own background, I came from a denominational background which I absolutely honour but I didn't have the full truth. And when I found a personal relationship with Jesus and found Holy Spirit, which is well over 25 years ago now, more than that, I started on a journey for truth, because I didn't know it. And I started to read the word oh this makes sense now, now I understand. How many have had those experiences? That's truth, that's the Holy Spirit bringing truth into your life. And I was so transformed by the discovery of the truth that I had never had up to that time in my life. But I was passionate to find out more and then passionate that others around me would also find the same truth. I was passionate 25 years ago, I'm just as passionate this morning and I'm sure I'll be passionate until the last breath that I have on this earth. It's so powerful, it's so amazing and uh, this is about finding the truth about what Jesus has already done on Calvary and how you work that out in your life, how that applies in your life. It's extraordinary when you start to grasp this. I think that I've seen many expressions of freedom in the body of Christ in those 25 years. I've been involved in many of them, I've worked with some of them, I've trained with some of them but what I can say to you this morning that what we have here in the Freedom in Christ pathway is one of the best absolutely one of the best, one of the best I've seen. So what I have found in my own life now and in the lives of others that I have been around is that truth does this, it brings joy it's like, oh, now I know, now I see, now I understand. I didn't quite get it, now I get it. And that brings a freedom around your spirit, a freedom around your soul as you start to move. It renews your mind and it brings that you know, your heart is healed as you discover these truths. And that's what leads to freedom. It's powerful, absolutely powerful. And Jesus said this, if you abide in my word, if you are my disciple you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Now, the word of God is like a mirror. So here's my mirror this morning. So just imagine we're looking at ourselves in the mirror. Mightn't like what you see. Look at yourselves in the mirror. Number one, it's not really an accurate view of you, is it? Because every mirror has distortions. You might look in the mirror, and it's actually a reverse picture, isn't it? So it's a bit like a camera image. So it's not really the way you look like. So you look in a mirror and you may like what you see, you may not like what you see. (laughs) God's word is the ultimate mirror. God's word is the mirror that actually reflects truth back into your life. And that's, he does it with love. He does it with love. But that's the mirror of God's word. When When you look at your life in the mirror of God's word, that's where you find what is true and what is not true about what you've been believing. So truth from God's word leads to freedom. So we're not simply teaching name it and claim it. That's really important. It's not name it and claim it. Now I know it, now I claim it. No, it's much deeper than that, much deeper. Because no means more than simply mental assent to something. So our English word no means, yeah, I know it, I agree it. yeah, yeah, I've heard that before, doesn't it? But it's not enough. It means to allow it to work in your life, to have a resolve about it, to let it become living in your life, to learn how to apply it and to speak it and to understand it. It's an active thing. It's not a passive thing. No can be very passive. Oh, yes, I know. It's not. It's active. You're on the front foot. It's actually working in your life. So the next step... In equip three is learning how to apply what Jesus taught. And that's what we said before. I'm moving fairly quickly here. So the early disciples needed to learn how to apply truth, and so do we. If they needed to learn to apply, so do we need to learn to apply. So once often we have conversations in our head, don't we? And in our hearts that cause us to doubt what we may even accept as true. So yeah, I know it's true, but yeah, no, I'm not sure. I know it's true, I'm not sure if it applies to me, I know it's true but I can't see it. We have these conversations in our head that cause us to doubt. And we each have embedded belief systems, and this is one of the things that is dealt with in the Equip 3 pathway that can be one of the hindrances to our growth. So we each have our own belief systems, they've been formed by our own life experiences. We have belief systems that have been formed by our families we're born into, by the experiences we've had in this world, by um, other experiences, and they create filters in our understanding about God, about faith, about ourselves and about other people. So the mirror of God's word, when that's held up in our lives, helps us to eliminate those filters and to see and hear more clearly what God is really saying. So your freedom in Christ is about, first of all, choosing to believe what God says about you whether you feel it is true or not and this is the other important point because our emotions guide at times the way we think and the way we make decisions but choosing to believe what God says about you is truth first of all is so important whether you feel like it is or not because your feelings will lie to you. Your feelings will deceive you. How many have experienced that and you've realised, hang on a sec, I was so concerned about this situation or this person and it absolutely came to nothing because it wasn't true. Very important. So I know in my own life how freeing it was for me to discover that I'd been believing things about myself certainly were not true, absolutely not true. So why not make the choice to place yourself on a pathway that's going to take you through that journey into the freedom that Jesus has won for you at Calvary. He has already done it and that's the key. Why not choose a pathway that's going to give you a solid foundation from which you can then disciple others? Because the truth is you can only take people where you have been yourself. You can only take them where you have been. This is where leadership comes into it. So in leading others, You you know, this is not just about individuals either, this is about your whole life. So it's about every part of your life and it's about your relationships and your interactions with others. So it's about your family, it's about your home, it's about your workplaces, it's about your church, it's about every other place in which you interact. When you find the truth about yourself and you find the truth about how God sees you and others, it will transform your life in every area of your life. And we want to do that because we want to walk in that total freedom that Jesus has brought for us so you can only take another person as I said to where you've been and you can only disciple another person in areas that you have been through so choose carefully who you're going to follow choose carefully who you are following now these are amazing how many people can we follow on this how many people are you being discipled by through this because if you follow them and if you're taking in what they're saying You're allowing them to disciple you so choose carefully who you will follow Choose very carefully and as we said before this is leadership Now the third part I wanted to talk about this morning was the Holy Spirit and I love Holy Spirit We're not alone Jesus did not leave us alone He sent Holy Spirit as he said he would send Holy Spirit He didn't leave his first disciples alone and he hasn't left us alone We can't do it on our own and this is why Jesus came in the first place. He had to come to bring truth. He had to come to bring revelation. He had to come to teach us about God and the truth about God and the truth about why we are here. That's why Jesus came. And when he was preparing to leave, he said this, If you love me, keep my commandments and I will pray the Father that he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him but you know him for he dwells with you and in you so here we have holy spirit who is so integral in leading us into truth we cannot do this on our own that's why jesus sent holy spirit we cannot do this we need his help And Jesus sent him to be with us, to help us as we go through learning about the truth, learning about God's word. Holy Spirit's the one who does that. We need him especially when we're facing something that might be a little bit painful. And there are times when we might have to face something that's a little bit painful, but Holy Spirit will be there with you to help you through that. So it's Holy Spirit who illuminates our minds and hearts to truth. Aha, here's the spirit of truth. So it's his, his function, his work, his purpose to illuminate the hearts and minds. Those the aha moments that we have. They come from the Holy Spirit. It can be like a chemical reaction. You know, where all of a sudden two chemicals come together and it's boom, and all of a sudden something's changed, hasn't it? I thought about doing a demonstration up here, but I wasn't that accurate in chemistry at high school, so I thought the better of that. I thought it might be a bit safer just to talk about it. <laughs> but sometimes it can be like that in your mind. All of a sudden that light goes on or something happens. Oh, who's had that experience? Yeah, that's the work of Holy Spirit. He does that. I love Holy Spirit. But a key here is being submitted to him and being willing to allow him in to do that, being willing to trust him being willing to know that he will only take you to places that are going to be good for you. Holy Spirit will not take you to a place that he knows you're not yet ready to go. So sometimes where there are things we're not quite ready yet and Holy Spirit knows when you are so he's not going to push you into a place that you're not ready to go. So when we are willing to submit ourselves to his working today just as the early disciples did to Jesus you are going to find yourself becoming freer 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 and walking in all of those things that Jesus died for and I've seen and experienced Holy Spirit so many times and I've seen and experienced him bringing God's truth to my life and to the truth of others and I'm quite sure there are everyone here this morning will have experienced that in one way or another but I have to say there's more there's more so this is the key to the next step of freedom in Christ and that's that Holy Spirit is so much involved and is absolutely integral to it. So as Pastor Matt said before, you'll have the opportunity this morning to register your interest in the pathway. Perhaps you're not yet convinced. thing about iPads is you could easily flip your page when you don't want to. (laughs) Okay. Perhaps you're not convinced. I'd like to think you are, but maybe you're not, and that's okay. So let's take a, a little peek into some of what is actually in the equip pathway. Let's peek into some of more of what you'll discover. So in Hebrews five and verse 13 it talks about this every spiritual infant who lives on milk is not yet pierced by the revelation of righteousness now just unpack that very quickly the revelation of righteousness is absolutely foundational to your freedom in Christ The revelation that you are righteous because God says you are. The revelation that you are righteous because of what God has done on Calvary. And walking through that place of absolutely receiving that and applying it is foundational to receiving everything else. That God has given you. And I think what the writer of Hebrews is saying here that um, milk is the is, if you like, the early stages, the things that you learn. But I think what he's saying here is that there's a deeper revelation. And this is what this is about. There's a deeper revelation of your righteousness. You can know it, that's the milk. But the absolute revelation of that is associated with the revelation of Jesus and what he's done for you. And this is why this pathway is so good, because it's going to illuminate that. Holy Spirit's going to illuminate that. It speaks to your understanding of your identity, which you've talked about so much, but absolutely living out of your identity, which is much further down the track than just knowing it. So you'll see the difference between faith and grace and how they work together. And there isn't time to unpack this this morning, but this is also key and you'll find that covered in this pathway. This is an area where it's so important that we get a really good understanding. So there's two different perspectives on this. One perspective says this, if I have enough faith, God will do something. If I have enough faith, God will change me. But you see, that way of thinking says it's all up to me. Yes. It's all up to me. If I have enough faith, the emphasis and the focus is on me. The other end of the spectrum is this, I don't have to do anything because Jesus has done it all at the cross and you will have heard that. I don't have to do anything. Jesus has done it all. I'm free because he did it all on Calvary. That's very passive. So that's the opposite end of the spectrum. So one says, I have to do everything. The other says, I don't have to do anything. Now, getting this balance right in our lives is absolutely important. And it says, look, here's the foundational key faith accepts what grace has already provided. And that will be unpacked in this pathway. Faith accepts what grace has already provided. Jesus died on the cross. It has all been provided by the grace of God. Faith then in Jesus and believing the truth about who you are is where grace is activated that is powerful and it's covered so well I can't stop and talk about this this morning but it means simply that provision is available for everyone who makes that choice to follow Jesus faith is finding out what is truth and then deciding to apply it that's what faith is faith accepts what grace has provided when this is absent or distorted it all comes back to us and our efforts and that has been such a common misunderstanding the belief systems of not feeling worthy because of our own weaknesses and shortcomings they work against this truth because they are not truth so when you get the revelation of faith and grace you are walking into that really powerful place of freedom that Jesus wants you to walk into so important so when you get hold of that that's one of the keys so what Jesus is calling us into he's calling us into to grow he's calling us in to seek him and to seek his truth so how do we respond today as his disciples well 1 Peter 1:13 I think sums it up very well this is what Peter says So then prepare your hearts and minds for action. We've just been talking about action, taking, finding, believing, applying. Prepare your hearts and minds for action. Stay alert and fix your hope firmly on the marvellous grace that is coming to you. Can we see that? The action of faith releases that grace into your life. And the grace is God's power. Grace is God's power. So it's releasing God's power into your life For when Jesus Christ is unveiled A greater measure of grace will be released to you So there's a key here The more the greater the revelation of Jesus The more you accept what he has said The more you learn to apply it The more you learn to live it The more grace flows into your life The more of God's power flows into your life So this speaks of the ongoing need to make that choice To be open to a greater revelation of Jesus and his truth So I can remember myself, God loves you, he will not condemn you. That's really important. God loves you, he will not condemn you. I remember so well in my own life the moment at which a revelation of the love of the Father set me free from things I'd been struggling with for years. I remember that moment, it was just just absolutely flooded my heart and my mind and I knew I was loved by my Father in heaven. And in that moment, that moment, truth came. And in that moment, freedom came. And I believe there's many moments for each of us like that with our Father. So just to finish up now, freedom in Christ, which we're currently using for the Equip3 pathway, is designed as a discipleship path that leads to freedom. And as I said, it's one of the best. We've run this a number of times now, and it is a pathway to discipleship. The systematic approach is really important. The systematic approach in any pathway, and particularly in this one, is important because it's designed to help you form new habits to support your freedom. This is why our belief systems, this is why our learning to apply is so important, because our habits have to change to support the freedom that Jesus has given you. Very important. If I could summarise in one sentence what the word freedom is about, it would be this. It's about learning to live as if what God says about you in his word is true, because it is. It is. So we'll be running next year, as we said before, with new material. And I would encourage you to consider signing up and consider submitting yourself to the work of Holy Spirit in this pathway. So in a moment, I'm gonna bring Pastor Matt back up, but I'm just going to pray for a moment. So let's just pray. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you have been so with us this morning. We thank you that you are the change agent. We thank you that you are the illuminator, that you are the teacher, that you are the mighty counselor. We thank you, Holy Spirit that you love us so much. He is such a gentle person and yet he's a powerful person. I love Holy Spirit. He's been by my side since that first time and he's never left. He's walked with me through ups and downs, through many, many different situations as he walks with you. But Holy Spirit, we thank you that you're here. You are the enabler. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that we can surrender, we can safely surrender our hearts to you we can safely surrender our minds to you. We can safely allow you to gently, gently unlock those things that we have believed that are not true. We thank you that you will sensitively and gently unpack things that you will teach us, that you will encourage us. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you will set us free in the name of Jesus. And I believe even now there's people that he wants to touch. So thank you, Holy Spirit, that even now, even now you're breaking down barriers, that you're drawing people and you're drawing them to a safe place. There are those who have not felt safe. And Holy Spirit is drawing you right now. There's areas of your life that you've not felt safe to unpack. Holy Spirit's saying, I know all about that. I know all about them. I won't expose you. I will not expose you, but I will gently, gently walk with you. I will gently walk with you and I'll reveal to you as you walk with me those things that only God knows, only God knows. So thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you all the praise. We give you all the honour, we give you all the glory. He has been so with us, so present here this morning. He is beautiful. Just as he was in worship, he is beautiful. As he walks with you in some of these areas, that beauty, that love, that sensitivity of the spirit. is something that you long for and you hunger for. And when you have a taste of that, you want more. So our prayer is Holy Spirit continue to lead us, continue to draw us continue to point us to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Going to hand back to Pastor Matt now.